brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Eyeball Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Williams, also known as D-Will, the coach, and I'm flying solo today, y'all. My co-host, my big brother, Brian Williams, a.k.a. Coach Chill Will, is out sick. That's right, man. He let the bug get him. The bug got Chill Will, right? So he is out today, man. So I'm going to hold y'all down, man, by myself like I always do when Coach Chill Will is out. Y'all know I got this. I got y'all. Ain't no need to worry. No need to worry, man. But we got a great episode for y'all today, man. We're going we gonna to go. We're going to do it a little different. We're going to do it a little different. I got a couple things coming up for y'all that I want to talk about, man. We're going to run through some scores from Friday night. I want to talk about some games, some big area games that went down this Friday night, man. Some of these games have really, really, really shaped the way the area is about to turn out in some of these areas in their respective classes. So it's going to be interesting, man. So we want to talk about a couple of those games, man. I got a couple of them highlighted that I want to I want to point out because I think they are very, 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 very important, man. Also, 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 it is game of the year week. Y'all already know Thursday, January 26th, Pinson Valley, Alabama, Pinson Valley High School versus Jeff Davis, Jamaica Adair versus Caleb White, it is going down. The matchup we have wanted to see for the last two seasons is going down this Thursday, thanks to Eyeball with Terry Drake Basketball. Listen, y'all are welcome. Y'all are welcome that we were able to give y'all this game this Thursday, man. Y'all need to show up. This game will sell out. 7 p.m., Pinson Valley High School, Jeff Davis versus Pinson Valley. Man, I got a lot I want to talk about about this game, man. And kind of what the episode is going to be about comes out of this game. And what is that? What is that? What is that? It's about this. The issue that people have with creating competitiveness on the high school level. The issue that people have creating competitiveness on the high school level. Here's the thing about it. We created this game for the competition. We wanted this to be a showcase game, which it will be. About it is we're showcasing these two programs, of course, in Pinson Valley and JD, but we're also showcasing these players. All the names that we talk about on this platform, on the lives, on all the platform that we bring to talk about high school basketball, the website, everywhere else, wherever we highlight players, that's, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. We want to bring competitiveness and eyes to the game of basketball right here in the state of Alabama. That's the whole point. So how we want to showcase these young men. And we're going to go through some of that, man. I'm going to bring my man on, Terry Drake. He's going to listen. This is a first for the Eyeball Podcast in a very long time. In a very long I, We might have to go back to season one or season two, the last time we did this. But we're bringing Terry Drake in on the phone. We're going to bring my guy Terry Drake in on the phone to talk about the Eyeball TDB Showcase going down this Thursday, January 26th at Pinson Valley High School, 7 p.m. And I got a little surprise for y'all. Y'all know we've been highlighting this game for a very long time, right? Y'all know that. But here's something about it. Here's what I want to tell y'all. Man, we bringing the JVs. That's right. We're going to let the JVs play between Jeff Davis and Pinson Valley. That game will tip off at 5 o'clock. We got the JVs playing also. 
So we're going to get to see what next year's game going to look like. But next year's game will be at JD. That's Listen, man, it's going down. Just make sure you show up this Thursday. I'm so excited, man. We've been talking about this, man. We worked hard on this game. We put in a lot of work to make this thing happen, man. It's going to be a show. We are bringing the production, like I've already said. I might even mic up a player or two. I might even mic up a player or two. Talk to me now. It's going down this Thursday. Make sure y'all in the building. We're going to talk about that a little later. Like I mentioned with my guy Terry Drake, I'm going to bring him on. But right now, man, let's run through these scores from Friday night, man. Some games that I think are were really, really, really important from the weekend, man. And, and wrapping up and having some of these areas shape out to see what they're going to look like going forward. It's a couple games, man. And number one, number one is, 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 is 7A Area 3. We have talked a lot about 7A Area 3 in the past. And that's the area with Dothan, J.D., Robert E. Lee, Enterprise, and uh, Prattville. That is a five-team area, a stacked, I mean a stacked five-team area. In my opinion, I think it got some it, it got some clarity on Friday night. Huge game on Friday night down in Dothan. I was supposed to be at that game, man, but I got tied up, and I wasn't going to have enough time to drive down all the way down to Dothan. Dothan about an hour and a half, almost two hours from Montgomery. I wasn't going to have enough time to drive down there and catch the game in enough time where I was going to get enough of the game that I was going to be satisfied that I just drove two hours to go down there. Right. So I got kind of tied up and wasn't able to go to that game, man. But I did watch it on uh, NFHS. I can't never get that out. I did watch it on that. I did watch the game, man. Watch some film. Also watched a couple of highlight tapes of it, man. So I got a good gist of how the game uh, went down. And it was big time. Dothan pulled out the huge victory 68 to 67 one point lead Dothan pulls out the home win to put a lock hole on that area now I will say this I will say this they got a win on Tuesday they go to Prattville they go to Prattville on Tuesday if Dothan wins at Prattville on Tuesday they lock up the area they win the area and they will host the area and we've talked in the past man me and coach Shield Wheel have talked extensively in the past about how important it is to host those area games it is important to host that area tournament because, like I say, you don't want to, especially in this fight, you don't want to play in game one. You don't want to play day one because day one, if you lose day one, guess what? Your season's over. You go home. There is no tomorrow. You get on, you get to day two. You get to game two. Hey, you lose. You might, you got to go on the road, but listen, you live to fight another day. So it is extremely important in these four and five team areas to get, well, three and five team areas to get that first game by. To get that first game by in these three and five team areas, you got to get it. But even if you're in a four-team area, you want to host the tournament. You want to play at home. You want to play at your house. And Dothan had a big win on Friday beating Jeff Davis. Y'all know, y'all heard me say in the past that I thought Jeff Davis was going to pull out this area. I literally, Coach Bynum going to kill me. That's my guy. That's my guy. He going to kill me. But, yeah, I thought Jeff Jeff Davis was going to win that game on Friday night. If you would have asked me, I would have said Jeff Davis would have won that game on Friday night. But Thomas Dow popped up and had a big game. Bryson Berry type stepped up and had a big game. So, man, listen, Dothan went out there and earned it. They have had, they've been balling. Remember, I mentioned them before and told y'all that they've been balling all season long. People have been sleeping on them. They ain't want to listen to me. But, listen, they are playing very good basketball this season, and it has shown up as they are about – to lock up this area in area three in class 7A. That's big time, man. And that's Coach Bynum's first year down there. That's his first year at Dothan. For him to come in his first year at Dothan, be 19 and three, 
six and one overall in the area to revenge the earlier loss to Jeff Davis that they had early in their season, early in the area play. For him to come down there and be one game away of locking up that area, if they lose to Prattville, which they should not. Okay, let me get that out first. Which they should not. If they if they mess around and lose to Prattville, then I think they're in a coin flip with Jeff Davis. If Jeff Davis is able to win on Tuesday, and let me see who they got on Tuesday, man. Um, real quick, I'm gonna do this live. Let's see who Jeff Davis got in their last area game. Because I know we got them. We know what they got on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no area game, but we know what they got on Thursday uh, coming up. So let's see what they got to end out their area play. They got uh, they got Lee. Whew, rivalry game uh, on the 31st to end out the season. Their last game of the season, they end out with Robert E. Lee. Now, they're going to have to win that game. Okay, let's, let's, let's let me break down the scenario. If I then listen, if, if Coach Bynum, Coach Knight, uh, anybody else that, that that's in this area, if I got this wrong, which I, I didn't did a little, re- I, I I could be wrong, but just in case I am, y'all call and correct me. But I don't think I am, so I'm gonna say it like this: If Jeff, if Prattville beats Dothan, and Jeff Davis beats Lee, Jeff Davis and Dothan will be in a coin flip to see who hosts the area. Because they split the season series 1-1. J.D. won at home. Dothan won at home. They, that would make both of them 6-2 and two in the area, right? Both of them would be 6-2 and two in the area because I think Jeff Davis is 5-2 and two right now with the game against Lee to come up. If they beat Lee, that will make them 6-2. and two. If Prattville beats Dothan, that would make Dothan 6-2 and because they're now sitting at 6-1, and one, and that will cause a coin flip. However, if Dothan takes care of business on the road at Prattville on Tuesday – that wraps up the area, and Dalton will be hosting that area. And I'm telling you, that's big. That's big. I, I I really think that would be huge in this tough, tough area for whoever is able to host it. Whoever hosts it, I'm going to tell you like this. Even though I love Jamaica Adair, and I think he's good enough to get it done, I think whoever hosts this area wins the area championship. That's just my opinion. It's going to be tough for anybody. Enterprise, Jeff Davis, Lee, Pratt. It's going to be tough for anybody to go on the road down there in Dothan and pick up a win. It's going to be tough. So nobody else has done it. Nobody's done it all year. So I don't see how it's going to happen coming up in the area championship. I don't see Coach Bynum and those guys getting tight. I don't see them getting tight and losing that basketball game. So that's going to be interesting, man. That was the game of the night for me. Uh, I hate I wasn't able to make it down there. It was in the plans. I was headed, just couldn't make it. I hate I didn't make it because it came out to be a a barn burner, 68-67, as Dothan picks up the win. Man, uh, moving right along, I want to talk about some more games, man. Auburn versus Central Phoenix City, 7A, Area 4. This was a big-time game going for. Now, listen, we've talked about Auburn on this platform in the past talking about how they don't get enough love. And Auburn has not gotten enough love all season long. And listen, I y- y'all can sit here and tell me, well, you don't want to talk about them. <laughs> like, it's on you. To, I've given them some love, but they hadn't gotten enough, man. They have not gotten enough love this season as they are. They just beat Central Phoenix City 61 to 56 to take a hold on that area, which in area four, 7A area four, which I think, man, listen, I'm going to tell you like this. Yeah, I've been tripping. <laughs> we've been tripping. Like, like we've been tripping and slipping on Auburn. Like, Auburn deserves a lot of crit. Man, they sitting there at 20 and 2 right now, bro. They sitting there 20 and 2 
undefeated in the area. Just picked up a huge win over Central Phoenix City. A huge win over Central Phoenix City to really take hold of that area. I think if not, if I'm not mistaken, I think they've locked that area up. They're going to host that area tournament. And I and listen, early in the season, I would have picked Central Phoenix City to win that. But Auburn has won 20 games. I know their schedule was poo-poo. I know they ain't played much of nothing. However, they're inside the area now and they're winning. They're winning. And that's all that matters. Right. I understand. Now, I believe that poo poo schedule is going to come back to bite them once we get into regional play. I that's just my opinion. I think playing a tough schedule, a team like Huntsville High is going to be ready for regional play. A team like Plainview is going to be ready for regional play. A team like Pinson Valley is going to be ready for regional play because they played such tough schedules throughout the year. They played tough schedules throughout the year, so it's going to have them ready, especially in those neutral site-type games, high-pressure-type games. Those teams are going to be battle-tested. Now, Auburn played a weak schedule. However, they won the games that were on the schedule. What do I always say? You are what your record says you are. You are what your record says you are, and their record says they're 20-2 and two undefeated in the area. So guess what they are? 20-2 and two undefeated in the area, and we need to give them more love. And here's the love, Auburn. Here you go. Continue to win, man, uh, as they, like I say, pick up a big win against Central Phoenix City, 61-56 to 56 to really lock up Area 4. Also, man, uh, Baker. Baker down there in Mobile area, 7-8 Area 1. Listen. Baker, in my opinion, is one of the mystery teams in Class 7A. Everybody has been talking about them as being a contender in Class 7A, strictly due to them having the best player in the state of Alabama, regardless of class, in LeBaron Fallon. And like I said, I've seen Baker five, six times this, this, this season in person, probably another four or five times online. And I get it. He is incredible he's good enough to get it done by himself just keep it real he is however in class 7a that we've we put a lot of attention on class 7a this year and just keep it real it's tough now can he get it done yes yes he can but they squeak out of victory i mean they squeak out of victory against theodore uh 63 to 61 on Friday night. That's the only thing. That's a rivalry game. And y'all know how I feel about rivalry games. Y'all know I didn't said it plenty of times. You got to throw the record books out the window when it comes to rivalry games. When you in the building and the, and the pressure is high and the crowd are in the student section and all that. And you got the history. Everything else goes out the window. But that was a big, big win for them as I stay undefeated in the area. They, uh... Well, actually, I won the area game for them. They're in the area with Baker, uh, Mary G. Montgomery, Bryant, and Davidson. Uh, but they did pick up a big area, I mean, a big win over uh, Theodore in a rivalry game. If you saw the clips from that game, that mug was packed. I mean, that mug was packed. And it looked like they were hooping big time in that, in that, in that game. So, a uh, big win for Baker uh, as they – and back to what I was saying about Baker. Yes, they're good enough. They can play with anybody. I've seen them do it. I've seen LeBaron take on just about all the top teams in the state. So I'm against Grissom. 
I saw him against Hunts for High. I saw him against Jeff Davis. I've seen him against all of the top teams in the state that they played this year. And here's the thing. They've played a hard schedule. Baker has went out there and played people. They have not ducked any smoke. So they're another team that's going to be battle-tested when it comes time. I think they're coming out of that uh, Southern. I think they're coming out the South. I don't know who they cross with. I had not gotten there yet. Once I start getting to crosses, once we get through the regular season and into area tournament play, I will start looking at crosses. But I'm telling you, Baker is a team that can do it. But, boy, it's going to be tough. But here's the thing. We play in a one-game scenario. If we're in a one-game scenario, hell, yeah, he can do it. Hell yeah, you can do it. I'm just going to keep it real. So be on the lookout for Baker. A lot of people are liking Baker. I like him also, but it's a couple teams I like a little bit more in Class 7A. And one of them we're going to talk about a little bit later. I ain't got to yet, but it's a couple other schools I like in Class 7A. But uh, moving right along, man, uh, 6A, Area 16, Buckhorn. Now, Buckhorn beat Hazel Green 50-37, to right? Buckhorn's undefeated in that area. Uh, that's locked up. They're going to be able to host that area tournament. But let's talk about Buckhorn. They still don't score 50 points. They still only score 50 points. Now, every game I talked about has been a better scoring game than this. Baker put up 63, Auburn 61, Dothan 68. Game I hadn't talked about yet. I'm going to cover the game I was at on Friday night. 3A Area 6, Trinity versus MA. Trinity put up 74, MA put up 60. Come on, man. 50 points. You're not winning scoring 50 points. And listen, I've seen Hazel Green. Hazel Green has some good pieces. I like TJ Pruitt. But here's the thing about it. Hazel Green's not very good this year. They're young, right? They're young. Everybody, Buckhorn is young too. But they should be bludgeoning. Hazel Green. That game shouldn't be close. That game should not be close. They should not be scoring 50 points on Hazel Green. Shout out Coach Crutcher. He's going to get them boys right in a couple years. They're going to be a problem. But right now, Buckhorn should not be scoring only 50 points against Hazel Green. So somebody hit me up last week and asked me. They hit me up and was like, yo, Coach, do you think Buckhorn can win 6A? My first response was win, win what? <laughs> like, win what in Class 6A? State? Champion? Nah. Now, can they get hot, ch- change how, change up what they do, and get on the run? Because, like I said, they do have Caleb Holt. They do have Jeremiah Wilson. They do have Austin Childress. They do have Frederick Derrick. They got the pieces to make the run. But, however, I just watched Pinson Valley. On last Wednesday night for the uh, 205-256 Challenge when they beat Huntsville High. I'm about to watch them again on Thursday night. I've watched them several other times. I saw them when they came down to Park Crossing in the beginning of the year. I've seen Buckhorn. Mm, I went and watched Buckhorn at home versus Grissom. I saw them play. I think I saw them play at Grissom. I went and saw him play. I saw him play three or four times in the. So I've seen these. Y'all know I've been here in all the gym. I've seen all these. They ain't beating no damn Pinson, bro. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm give you one better. 
give you one even better. Even though they beat them, they will struggle with Mountain Brew. Even though they beat them once already. If they scoring 50 points, they're not beating any of those teams. Caleb Holt's good enough to get it done. Jeremiah Wilson's good enough to get it done. And they've been playing better over, but it's just the lack of scoring with all that scoring power on the floor is a cause for concern for me. Now, we just watched um, Huntsville High play Pinson, right? And we know Pinson scores a lot of points. And Huntsville High held them down in the first half, and Pinson still ended up putting up almost 70 points. And Huntsville High held them down. You're not fixing to play Pinson in the 50s. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to be able to play them. And the reason I keep mentioning Pinson, because y'all know I got Pinson winning 6A state championship. I, I, I'm on record saying that. I, 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 they're my favorite, right? So if somebody calls and asks me, which the question was posed to me, can Buckhorn win 6A state championship? My answer is no. Because my thing is you're not going to be able to beat Pinson playing in the 50s. It's just not going to happen. You're going to have to do more than that. You're going to have to score in the 70s or 80s to play with Pinson. Because if Pinson wants to get in a track meet with you, it is they're going to get in a track meet. Especially when Austin Connor gets back. Austin Connor's out. Listen, if Austin Connor plays against Huntsville Hyder of the night, that's not an eight-point game. That's an 18-point game. And Pinson puts up 80 points. I'm just going to keep it real. If Austin Connor's in that lineup, they're putting up 80 points. It's going to be tough to keep them. They scored 70 without him. And they had a bad first half. Well, ooh, they scored 60 what? 67, sorry. You're not scoring 50 points and playing with Pinson. So anybody in Class 6A that I compare to, I'm going to compare them to Pinson. And you're not scoring in the 50s to beat them. So the answer can they get to the state championship? Like I said, I hadn't, I hadn't checked crosses. Once the area um, tournament starts, I'll start looking at the regionals. I'll start looking at the state and see who crosses with who. And we'll start talking about that, right? Because we still got to talk about park crossing. And listen, Helena is out there balling. Do I think Helena can make a run? Maybe. I got to go check their area. But Helena's Josh Williams out there has Helena formidable right now. So it's a lot of other teams in 6A. There ain't none of them beat Pinson. I'm just going to keep it 1,000. It's going to be tough to beat that basketball team. I don't care what nobody says. It's going to be tough to beat that basketball team. Man. But uh, moving right along, man, we're going to go run right back to 7A Area 3. Uh, we talked about Dothan versus JD. Uh, Enterprise picks up a big win over Lee. Man, y'all see how these scores? In Dothan beat JD by one. Enterprise beats Lee by two. 64 to 62. That area is so close and so tough. Like, that is a very, very, very competitive area. Like I said, it's one of the most competitive areas in Class 7A. Hands down. And I think the other one up, I think the one up north with Huntsville High them is, uh, I think that's 7A Area 7. I think they Area 7. Something like that. So, but that Area 3, whew. So juggernaut. Y'all see how close these games are. But Enterprise picks up a big win over Lee. That gives them a momentum boost because it looks as if they might be playing each other early this year. 
uh, in the area tournament. That might be the first round game. Might be Enterprise versus Lee. So uh, with Enterprise picking up that win, that is big time. Uh, I don't see either one of these teams, honestly, beating Dothan or Jeff Davis. I believe that area championship is going to come down to uh, Jeff Davis and Dothan. That's really what I believe. And yeah, that's it. That's it. I I, I was going to, I had something else, but I don't even think that's logic. I just think it's going to come down to, to, to Dothan and JD. Dothan and JD are the two teams that I really, really, really think that, uh, they have that that area locked down. But coming up to uh, uh, like I just mentioned, uh, seven A area seven Grissom beat Sparkman. Like, let's talk about this because I've had people hit me up all season long saying I'm sleeping on Sparkman, and I went and watched the first Grissom versus Sparkman game at Sparkman. Granted, R.J. Johnson was still playing at the time for Grissom, but I watched them get beat down. I mean beat down at home versus Grissom. And then they went on and won the Huntsville City Classic. And everybody was like, see, I told you they're good. They're good. They told you, look at them, they're good. And I still, even watching them win the Huntsville City Classic, watching them do it, I still went high on, on Sparkman. And then they go win a couple of other games. And everybody's like, I told you, you need to look out for Sparkman. 44 to 39 against Grissom without RJ Johnson. They still can't beat him. Not even get close. I'm telling you, I think Sparkman is the 39 point Sparkman more so than it is the Sparkman that won the Huntsville City Classic. Or Huntsville City Classic. They caught they caught LeBaron Falon them on uh, on three days. Fourth game away. F- that was tough. He, he was, and especially just coming off that Huntsville high game where they had all them 3,000 people in the building with all that energy and he goes crazy. Like, it's tough. They caught them at the right time. I'm just not going to trust Sparkman. I'm sorry. You Nobody's going to make me do it, especially after this showing. You're not, listen, I don't think, I think they're not coming out of the area. It's Huntsville high and it's Grissom. Albertville, Albertville, whoever they are, they don't even count. But I just don't see it, man. I when you're up and down, when your peaks and valleys are so spread out, like your peak is the winning the Huntsville City Classic for the second year in a row, and then your valley is thirty nine points. Come on, man. I, 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 listen, I get it. You're playing Grissom and Jack Dawson. Those games can be have some lopsided scores sometimes in the very, 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 very low scoring. <laughs> they can be low scoring. I get that. I understand that. We talked about that. But the thing is, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not buying Sparkman. I'm not buying what you're selling. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm keeping my money. I'm keeping it in my pocket. I'm keeping it in my pocket. But hey, hey listen. Another game. We're getting close to the end. We're getting close to the end. I got a couple more I want to talk about, but we're getting close to the end. Hoover versus Thompson. Another 7A Area 5 game. Another game that came down within two points. Do y'all hear some of these scores that I'm talking about? These games are uber competitive in Alabama right now. How great is high school basketball right now in the state of Alabama? 
Could you not be any more happy with how great the basketball is, how competitive the basketball is in the state of Alabama? Picks up a big area win over Thompson, 75-73. Thompson's coming, y'all. They're young. They're young. And I get it. Hoover's young, too, but they're a little bit better. They got more pieces. They got more pieces. This Coach Black, first year at the helm. It's Hoover's coach, second year. But I'm telling you, Thompson's coming. Be on the lookout for those guys in the very near future. Because I think they're going to have those guys. Uh, Jay Green is going to have a big summer. He's going to turn a corner and turn up next year. Uh, Coben Landrew is going to have a big summer. He's going to grow some more. He's going to turn up next year. So I, I, I really like them. But I will say this. The reason I said all that is. Because I don't think they're coming out the area this year. I think it's going to be over early for them. Just I, I, Vestavia, Hoover, Thompson, Tuscaloosa County. And Tuscaloosa County, y'all, we ha- I, I put them up there early. I put them up there high early. Because they were having such a great year. And they're still having a good year. Let's not, let's not get it twisted. They're still having a good year. But, man. Man, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them, man. I just don't see how they're going to be able to come out. I don't see how they're going to be able to come out. Uh, Damn, this area tough too, man. My goodness. Like, y'all heard the teams I just named, Hoover, Vestavia, Tuscaloosa County, Thompson. That's a tough area. Thompson can't even pick up a win. They got two teams. Listen. They got three teams that will win 20 games this season. They got three teams in this area that are going to win 20 games this season. Already at 23 wins. Vestavia at 19. They're going to pick up another one for the season. Tuscaloosa County already at 20. That's why it's tough for Thompson. They sitting there with 14 wins. They're 14 and 11 on the season. They're not bad. It's just look at what they got to go up against. And I got those top two teams. I got Hoover and Vestavia battling out for that area. Hoover's going to have to play. For how it shapes up right now, Hoover has to play. Thompson and Vestavia has to play Tuscaloosa County. I'm telling you like this. Vestavia better watch out. I I understand. Y'all know I've been up and down on Vestavia all year long. I've been on a roller coaster with Vestavia all year long. However, when Miller continues, continues to make me a believer. Like he continues to make me a believer that he's good enough. And we already knew he was that deal. Like, let's not act like we ain't know when Miller's been that deal. He's been that deal. But, boy, they're going to have a fight with Tuscaloosa County. That game will be played at Hoover as Hoover will be hosting that area if, let's say this, if they're able to win on Tuesday night. Tuesday night, Hoover versus Vestavia. Hoover versus Vestavia on Tuesday night. Is that Vestavia Hills? I'm pulling up for that game. I, hey, listen, I already called Win and told him. I'm pulling up on Tuesday. I'm pulling up on Tuesday. I will be in the building tomorrow night. Listen, I got a show every, shameless plug, uh, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on 90.7 FM WVAS. If you're outside the Montgomery listening area, that's WVASFM.org. You can catch Open Court with Derek Williams. That come on every Tuesday. And it, it's going to air tomorrow night. 
But I'm pre-recording that joint. That will not be done live. I'm pre-recording that joint, and I'm going to run that there so I can hit the road and make it up to Vestavia for this Hoover game. That's how important it is to be to watch this game on tomorrow night because I think this game is going to go a long way for this Area 5. It's going to go a long way. But 6A Area 11, Huffman. Huffman been flying under the radar this year. Huffman's been flying under the radar this year. Let's not act like we didn't forgot about Huffman. They've been flying under the radar. Nobody's been talking about them. Nobody's been talking about them in Class 6A. Can they make a run? I had Listen, about two weeks ago, it was a couple weeks ago, I had somebody call me and ask me about Huffman. And you know what? It might have been during a live that somebody asked about Huffman and how we felt about Huffman. And I said that Huffman has been flying under the radar this season. You hadn't heard a lot about them, even though they're undefeated in the area. Undefeated in the area. They got Gardendale and Centerpoint. I don't see Gardendale North Centerpoint giving them any issues. They're in that three-team area. They're going to host the area, so that means they're going to get that crucial bye in game one that puts them already in round two, whether they win or lose. Their season's still alive. Gardendale's probably going to beat Centerpoint because Centerpoint's pretty bad. Gardendale ain't much better. So I'm telling you, Huffman's probably going to skate to an area championship and get a good placement in the regionals. So... They're flying under the radar, but they picked up a good uh, non-conference win against, uh, well, actually, they was they blew out Gardendale. That's where it was. They blew out Gardendale 80-64. to They ain't going to be no, yeah, yeah, they're not worth talking about. Huffman is going to win that. But I'm telling you, can Huffman win 6A? <sighs> Seen Huffman up close. I saw Huffman at, at Bob Jones uh, in Huntsville when they played in that uh, into L.A. I don't even know what it was. Whatever they played in when they played it, but I saw them play a couple of games up there. I don't think they can beat Pinson either. Peanut is that man. Peanut's that guy. He's been playing very, very well this season. Uh, they're big, and his name slipped my mind, but they're big on the inside. Has been playing very good this season. Uh, their transfer from IMG has been playing very good this season. Uh, so I still don't see it. I still don't see it. I just don't. Um, it's going to be tough. Uh, like I said, yeah, it's going to be tough. I would say no. I would say no. It's not going to happen. But listen, uh, there ain't no shock. I don't see nobody beating Pinson, right? <laughs> That's just going to keep it real. But uh, well, hey, listen, I'm going to run through these games real quick, man, because I want to move on. Um, Mary G. Montgomery beat Alma Bryant 74-48. McAdory beat Bessemer City. Bessemer City. Listen, whoever's at whatever they're doing over there at Bessemer City, they need to they need an overhaul. Like they need an overhaul, a complete overhaul of whatever's going on. I'm I don't have no idea what's going on in Bessemer City, but somebody need to go over there and fix that. They scored 12 points. A game early, they scored 18 points. Another game they scored like 11 points. I don't know what's going on in Bessemer City, but for that to be a 6A program, or whatever, I think they 6A, whatever, they need help. That is an atrocity. <laughs> that is a shameful. That's terrible. Somebody go help them, man. McAdore beat them 63 to 12. Yeah, you heard me. 63 to 12. Mountain Brook uh bludgeoned Woodlawn 88 to 47. That's their area game, too. Uh, they're gonna, they gonna run away with that. Uh Muscle Shows beat Athens in double overtime, 53 to 49. And Paul Bryant in a rivalry game. Paul Bryant over Hillcrest. 
56 to 35. Hillcrest is another one of those teams that confuses me. With Osa Olohan, DJ Hamlet, the big in the middle, I just figured they would be a lot better. 35 points? And you got DJ Hamlet and Osa Olohan on the floor and you scored 35 points? That's unacceptable. 35 points? Oh, man. Hillcrest has to do a lot better than that. I expect a lot more from Hillcrest Tuscaloosa, man. But, uh, man, let's, let's, let's chat about something that all encompasses what I just went through with all those scores. And that's what we're talking about in today's episode. Creating this competitiveness for the game that's coming up on January 26th. I had some people... I had anonymously, you know, we don't do anonymous, but I had some anonymous people. I've had a lot of anonymous messages here to my DM lately. A lot of anonymous, a lot of, a lot of people creating pages just to send messages. I mean, zero followers, zero posts, zero following. Like, no action on the page, but y'all sending me DMs. Right? That's happening, y'all. So I've had a lot of anonymous messages come up here recently, and one of them was, that we are, I ain't going to read it verbatim because I don't want to give him the love, even though I don't even know who it is. But we are creating, I don't know how they put it. I deleted it. Oh, that's what it was. They said that we are, we're doing basketball a disservice by talking about individual matchups. Seriously? Seriously. By bringing and shining light on these young men, student athletes, players, by giving them the extreme exposure, somehow we're hurting the game with the Eyeball TDB Classic or Showcase, excuse me, the Eyeball TDB Showcase. Because we want to showcase these programs and these players. Yeah, we're putting them against each other. Everybody's been debating who's better, Jamaica Adair or Caleb White. It ain't about nothing else. We finna see it on the court. It's not going to be much talking. It's not going to be, we're going to see who plays better and who team wins. Because at the end of the day, only one thing wins. The dub. You want to win the basketball game. Now this goes nowhere when it comes down to Area play or championship or region placement and seeding. None of that. This is a legit showcase event. So they're coming on to put on a show. But how are we hurting high school basketball by creating competitiveness? What we need to stop doing is we need to stop acting as if the world is sweet. We need to stop acting like when they leave high school basketball and the conference of their bubble of high school, if they're able to go to college, when they leave the bubble of college, like the world is sweet. Like everything you do for the rest of your life is going to be a competition. You're going to compete for every job that you... Please understand, when you get grown and you go to get a job and you turn in your resume... And you go in and you sit down and you do an interview if you luckily get an interview. And you present your resume and they interview you. Can I tell you something, people? You're competing with someone else for that job. 
You're not going in there as the loan applicant for that job. You're going to be put up against somebody else to see who wins the job. That's life. So if that's life, why are we trying to protect them from life now? No, we're going to use sports in the game of basketball to create that competitive nature to be able to go out and compete and try your best to win. And at the end of the day, regardless of how it shapes out, you shake their hand and you go on. You shake their hand and you move on. When you get up from that interview, you're going to shake that interviewee hand and you're going to move on. Right to the next. Hopefully you done turned in your resume at a couple spots. And you got a couple callbacks. Because guess what? J.D. and Pinson Valley, as soon as they play this game on Thursday, they're going to go their separate ways. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to go fight to get another win to try to win the state championship. Let's stop making it like it's sweet. It ain't sweet out here. So, yeah, we creating competitiveness. Yeah, we putting them against each other. We doing all that. I want to see Jamaica versus Caleb. I want to see Z versus TC. I want to see um, Keetwan versus Ray Ray or Clyde or Wu. I want to see Ladarius versus Clyde. The two six seven six eight twenty twenty sixes. I want to see them up against each other. And we're about to see it. And that's what we're going to talk about. We'll be live on scene recording podcast. We're going to mic up the players. We're going to do live podcasts and interviews during the game. We're going to mic up the coaches. It's going down. Please believe it's going all the way down. And we're pumping it just like that. So let's stop acting as if it is not okay to create competitive nature. It's perfectly okay. And we're going to do it. And not only are we going to do it, we're going to talk about it. Sparing no feelings. Y'all know how we do on the Eyeball Podcast. We don't play. We keep. If you play like poo-poo, you, we're going to tell you. You play like poo-poo. If your team's not good, we're going to say your team's not good. If you're good, we're going to keep it real. Because the world is real. It's real out here in the field. Please believe that. Please believe that. But, man, listen, uh, I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a try to get my uh, interview with my guy Terry Drake on. All right? Um, and I'm going to use that for, like, the last 20 minutes of this episode. So um, we gonna, I'm going to get up out of here right now. Um, I'm probably going to edit it. <laughs> I'm, I know I don't edit a lot, so I, I, I really keep it real. So I'm going to drop it up in here, man, but I'm going to get on my man Terry Drake, and we're going to talk about this Thursday, the Eyeball TDB Showcase, man, going down to Pinson Valley High School, 7 p.m. JV starts at 5. Varsity starts right after them, probably going to start around 7. Probably. So be there. Just get up in the building, man, because it's going to sell out. It's going to be packed, and it's going to be what every everything that we said it's gonna be, it's gonna be. So make sure you show up, man. Show up, show up. Is it gonna be a link to stream? No, it's not. You're gonna have to show up to be in the building. We're not streaming. We might, but we're not. We might, but I don't think so. <laughs> but that'll do it, man. Right here on, on this episode of the Eyeball Podcast, man. Make sure you go follow me on all my social media on Instagram and Twitter at Eyeball Radio. That's Instagram and Twitter at Eyeball Radio. Also, Instagram and Twitter at underscore Real Talk Tees. And on Instagram and Twitter, Eyeball underscore TDB. And of course, on Twitter, you can go to my 
can get all my personal tweets at Coach underscore Eyeball or go to the business page on Instagram at Guard Your Man. Guard Your Man got a lot of stuff coming up, including that AAU, man. AAU coming up. So y'all know we're going to have us a couple teams out there on that road, man. So make sure you stay tuned in for that, man. But don't forget, this Thursday, January 26th, Eyeball TDB Showcase, Pinson Valley, Alabama. Pinson Valley versus Jeff Davis. Make sure you're in the building. It's going down. Until next week, you guys go out and be great. In order to be great, make sure you do something great for somebody else. And y'all already know, they call me Coach because I teach you how to ball. Until next week, out. Peace.